0: What's up and welcome to another MoGraph MoCast. I'm Dave. And I'm Matt. Joining us today is IMDB filmography fire (laughs) (laughs) super talented Doug Appleton.
1: Hello. And MoGraph is a supplement to our site, MoGraph.com, which is a motion graphics tutorial site with tutorials, plugins, podcasts, and other MoGraph stuff. And on the show, we talk about everything ranging from motion graphics to Cinema 4D, After Effects, plugins, render engines, doing business, doing taxes, being a contractor... (sighs) We're working for the man. You can email us info at MoGraph.com. Let us know what you think about the show. Questions, comments, concerns, queries, grievances, artist suggestions, show topic ideas. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok over there. And MoGraph TV. (laughs) We're on MoGraph TV as well. It's going on right there behind Matt. You can see that. We go live on MoGraph TV when the show goes live. So, you know, you can just keep it on all day. (laughs) Wherever you are, and you'll catch everything.
0: Matt, I messed up that intro. I meant to say I meant to say it differently. That's all right. Uh, we all know you. Close are, enough. Your filmography is out it. of this world.
1: <laughs> fire filmography. Fire. Super fire. Yeah, fire, emoji. fire So MoGraph TV has been going. I hope everybody has been enjoying it. We got some uh, some great content lined mm-hmm. up for this week. So tell your friends. Put it on a TV. Tell us what you like, don't like. Uh, we want we want it to show what you want to see so uh, this whole yeah, past week got...
0: i've had it on my tv just going mm-hmm. you know we've had some people in town and we are just you know hanging out and it's been real nice just having it on in the background you know yeah
1: see all your friends and mm-hmm. you know that's kind of fun when your friend comes oh my gosh i'm hitting the wrong buttons i just got a new apple watch and i don't know how to use it Oh my gosh. there we go <laughs> you're calling the police um, on accident yeah i do that a lot in many <laughs> different ways um so, MoGraph TV, if yeah, so so it was on all week for you. I'm hoping that other people are doing the same thing. If you work in a studio or you're at an agency or something, you got those extra TVs just in the break room or wherever. Mm-hmm. Throwing MoGraph TV, yeah, there, you get it on YouTube. So you can get it on anything. You know, you can get it on uh, on Roku TV and Chromecast and computers and all the things. <laughs> so um, put it on. You know, treat it like the news network, the CNN. Like the news Whenever at the airport. It was, right. It's right. on. Yeah, like the news at the airport. Yeah, it's there. on the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're mm-hmm. going to catch stuff that you wouldn't have caught uh, if you were just Googling around or going about your day or what. And
0: I'll tell you what, so, it's like, you know, for us, we hang out on Discord, so it's kind of different. But when you're just like, like I was working on a project this past week where I was in Procreate the whole time, you know, and so I'm just like kind of rotoing video and stuff like that on Procreate and it was really cool to have something going on in the background while I was working, you know. Right. It was cool just and, to be able to something... listen to Windbush in the background talking about, you know, Unreal while I'm working. Right. It was cool.
1: And something that you don't have to respond to, right? I mm-hmm. think I think we all love Discord, but I think every single one of us has said, you know, sometimes I can't get on Discord because I don't get anything I don't I can't get anything done, right? Like I mm-hmm. I can't get all my work done. And uh, so, um, what happens is you get in Discord, and somebody says something, and Mm -hmm. then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I heard about that. And then you end up getting in this convo, and you're like, 30 minutes went by, and I didn't get anything done. So, if you have MoGraph TV on, so you don't have to respond Mm -hmm. to people, you know, if you don't like people... Oh, my favorite thing right. is Just, not responding to people. So Right, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so. I mean, if your favorite thing is not responding to people, you're going to love this. So, yeah, put it on. If, if you're at home, turn it on. Keep you company. We'd love to hear your feedback about what mm-hmm. you want to see. We're working on a lot more short-form content as yep. well and that's going to go on here.
0: A lot more original content. We've got some stuff planned. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Stream-only content, stuff yep. like that. So, uh,
1: yes, let us know what you think. And uh, let's talk about camp for a minute. So, I'm sure you got some updates for camp for us. Uh,
0: Uh, Yeah, we didn't mention it that last week. We announced it on Tuesday mm -hmm. um, that uh, tickets will go on sale April 20th at noon Eastern time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, make sure that you are ready. um, uh, Especially on
1: that particular day of the week. Yes, because... At four (laughs) twenty, make sure that you have that reminder set up so you don't forget for some reason on four twenty to get your tickets. Right, right. I know some people
0: like to forgetful. Are very (laughs) forgetful on four (laughs) twenty. No idea why. Right. I don't
2: know why. Anyway,
0: April twentieth at noon Eastern time, tickets will go on sale. And if you're wanting tickets, I would recommend setting an alarm, being ready to go because they sold out in about forty five seconds last year so yes. uh but yeah so it's gonna be fun uh make sure and stay tuned uh if you're not already subscribed to the newsletter go and subscribe we'll we're we've got two out of the three fireside chat speakers already booked which is very exciting well, we can't exciting. tell you who they are yet, they are yet secret? So secrets um and then we've got a bunch of the uh teachers already planned in the workshops and stuff i'm really excited Mm -hmm. about this year it's going to be a lot of fun so uh yeah make sure and subscribe campmograph.com uh but uh i also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsors uh without our sponsors Camp Mograph would be ridiculously expensive you know they help uh 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 cover a lot of the costs that come along with a lot this. of the yeah. costs. Yeah. so huge I just happened
1: to be on Mograph TV watching that particular episode where uh-huh. he made this announcement last year. Oh yeah. And 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 the you had done the calculation yeah about the cost offset of the tickets yeah. and you said it about half the price of the yeah. the tickets.
0: And what's like, you know, the the thing is we're we're trying we're trying our best to find like cooler and, you know, more unique camps and stuff like that you know each year Um, and so like the, the cost for us just goes up and up each year you know so like really the sponsors really help offset those costs for uh, ticket prices and stuff so um, yeah. huge shout out to them um, our, our uh, spider lord sponsor our global sponsor uh, otoy uh, otoy is presenting camp mograph this year we're super excited to mm-hmm. have them on board for that and then our two two of our village sponsors uh, maxon and video copilot huge shout out to them uh, we're super excited to have everyone on on board uh for camp. So, thanks uh so much to all of them. And uh yeah, make sure to uh to stay tuned to hear all the exciting yeah. stuff and set your alarm right now. Like go on your yeah. phone and be like, Ugh, "I'm going to set this. April 20th at 11:30 and then get your heart racing, you know, because <laughs> you got to get that ticket." So, yeah. uh we'll be, we, we we'll be announcing we'll yep. be announcing there so um I, I don't know. So there's a couple different <laughs> like, cabins. Can I say this or no? I, 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 There's a couple different cabins this year. I'm sure year, Mark so just, is watching. There's a couple different cabins this year. So just you know, make sure and like pay attention and stuff like that because uh, we'll we'll be making some announcements there.
1: Are are the accommodations going to be listed before the tickets yes. go on sale so people yes. can know? Yep. Okay.
0: Absolutely. But that's not listed. Currently. It'll probably be in the next like couple weeks. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, so just keep an eye out. Mm-hmm. Read your emails. Read your emails. I
2: you know y'all don't like to read your emails, <laughs> but read your
1: emails, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And and I'm sure we'll be adding some more sponsors as we go, but I just mm-hmm. got to say, like, it's incredible right now. I mean, y'all don't even know, like, with their support, how much more we're able to add mm-hmm. in value. Mm-hmm. You know, there's always a lot of things that we're, like, on the fence. Should we do this thing? Should we not do this mm-hmm. thing? It would be really expensive, cut the budgets. And then yeah. sometimes a sponsor comes along that, like, helps us offset that and be like okay yep. we can definitely add this amenity now mm-hmm. you know so it's a really big deal so make sure you thank them for for sponsoring you know either online or when you see them in person because yep. most of them come to come to camp you yeah. know
2: Absolutely.
1: so and we're working on some really cool stuff with some other uh potential sponsors i can't wait to talk about as well yeah. so that'll be fun i also yeah, wanted yeah. to remind everybody make sure that you uh check out our classes brush up if you want to do procreate make sure but uh, you check out Caitlin's course, Brush mm-hmm. Up on Procreate, because it's it's freaking fantastic. I was able to and do an
0: entire an entire project in Procreate, all because I went through her course. Yep. It yeah, it was
1: great. Yeah, it's, it's great. And then, uh, of course, the Houdini course, Stopping to Create a Houdini, Unreal, Creating the Unreal uh, with Windbush. And we've got another one coming soon that we're trying to finish up right now. We're really just in the ending uh, beta testing phases mm-hmm. of it, just to make sure everything's good. Um, but that one is with Brandon Clements. It's called RTX On. So that's going to be coming. You're going to learn all about ray tracing. It's not for the faint of heart <laughs> in Unreal. So I'm just letting you know, you've already got to know Unreal to do this one. But the the, the bombs of knowledge that he puts out there about how to make a scene as close to real-time as possible and looking really clean, uh-huh. like it's it's just fantastic. So uh, just uh, check on that. And I know my facebook messages were going off in the chat i'm sorry mm-hmm. matt was was facebook messaging and i usually have all my tabs muted and i didn't have it muted today that's so okay that's my bad. it was that's just my
0: bad. Uh, uh, it was just paul making fun of my haircut oh okay. saying yeah. that i got Good. it at the uh Kluk- Kluk- <laughs> ku klux klan cuts oh my gosh <laughs>
1: And he's like I put that in here so you wouldn't <laughs> so you wouldn't see it in chat. No, he just, just read, you know,
0: it's fine. It was a funny yeah. joke. Yes. Let's yeah. all make fun of my hair. I
1: think you're I think you're missing out on the opportunity to call it Ku Klux Clips.
0: Ah, oh, there you go. Or is it yeah, Ku yeah. Cuts Clan? Uh. Ku Cuts
1: Clan. There you go. All right, There's, there's see, something here's the there. the problem is we weren't we weren't talking about your haircut on mm-hmm. the show we mm-hmm. were talking about in the pre-show oh that's fine so everybody listening is like what are you talking what about you talking long about? story short this racist dude gave matt a haircut and yes that's where we're at
0: and the haircut looks yeah yeah looks like we should him. just
1: do a podcast of all like pre-show You right
0: <laughs> it's all the <laughs> right? pre-show stuff that'd be funny We
1: just get on yeah i started thinking about that i'm like everybody's gonna be like what are you talking about that's like, fine i didn't even think about it I'm in right here, here for the pre-show.
3: You missed out on all the right. banter.
1: I know. Right. That's it. I know. <clears throat> See, that's how you do it. You make feel, people feel like they're missing out, mm-hmm. and that really increases engagement. That's right. how Facebook
0: does it. Right. Yeah.
1: Get people <laughs> angry. Uh, all right, Doug, let's talk about you. That's all I got for yeah, a I mean, wrap-up. There's <laughs> not a lot going on right now. It's February. It's February. It's a slower February's time for us. A, it's a month that doesn't exist. Sure, it doesn't have a full month, right? Right. So It doesn't have a feel. It's just like, this is the lull between Christmas and spring.
0: Yeah, Christmas and big projects coming in. It's when you're bringing in a bunch of projects. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But
1: Doug, you are at Perception, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure everybody knows who Perception is at this Mm -hmm. point, but we're going to go ahead and just say they make... A lot of things that yep. you've probably seen, yep, including lots of Marvel fun stuff. Yeah, so yeah, we do
3: we do a lot of things, um, a lot of Marvel things, a lot of real world tech things that uh, some of which we can talk about, some of which we can't talk about, which is kind of the mm-hmm. the weird world of real world tech is you know we right, can't right. really say anything about it. Um, but yeah, we play in this fun space of taking our cool. Futuristic UI work that we're doing in in the Marvel and the movies, and bring that over to the real world. You know, car dashboards and clusters, and TVs and phones and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. uh, trying to marry those two together. So it's a lot of I fun. I think.
0: It's, I think what's so cool about it, um, and you know, we've talked to uh, we've talked to Johnny about this before. Uh, John Lepore over at Perception, you know, and it, it, I, I think it's so interesting that how uh, like the almost the the fake graphical user interfaces that you guys create inspire the realistic mm-hmm. graphical user interfaces, you know, mm-hmm. in like uh, uh, modern tech and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's, yeah.
3: it's a weird thing that we never. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for everyone. I personally did not see that as a thing that was going to happen. Right? I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, we're going to make a cool thing over here, and then people would come and be like, hey, you guys made Iron Man's phone, right? I'm like, yeah. I was like, cool. Can you make yeah. our phone? Like, but we didn't like really make Iron Man's phone, <laughs> right? I don't right. know if you know that. Well, we didn't like really do it. Um, it's a movie. Yeah, right? it's like not <laughs> really a movie. call anyone on it. Um, but that's kind of how this whole thing started, This Iron Man phone. People came to us to like, oh, make our phone look like that phone. I'm like, well, first you don't really want your phone to look like that phone because no one's mm-hmm. going to be able to use that phone. <laughs> you know, but we take some of the ideas, and it's just it's cool yeah. how those two have married each other. And Then, you know, taking the real world tech stuff and say like, oh, we worked on this company who's doing, you know, uh, midair haptics, and how can we bring that into the film and bring that technology? We're like, hey, here's a cool thing that we we're working on. And, you know they they both work together in some really unexpected ways, which is cool,
0: yeah,
1: it's interesting to think about that backwardsness of that mm-hmm. um because I know probably for the most part you're probably if you're doing an h u d you're putting a little bit of thought into why would it be arranged this way and why would the keypad be here and whatnot but but i I imagine that it's not fully thought out in that aspect because it is a movie right like uh, right yeah it's it's,
3: you know when we when we go into designing this stuff we try and come at it and it's probably because we have this basis in working in this real world you know UI and stuff but we come out and say like how would this really work but then at the end of the day if the actor is just going like this in front of a screen we're like all right, we gotta make a thing that works with that hand hand movement but we always try and start from a space of uh, this thing could really work and now let's add all the cool mm-hmm. stuff around it. So yeah. at this point, the audience is smart. You know, people know when you watch a movie and someone's just kind of typing wildly, the audience knows like, no, eh, they're not really typing. They're not really doing that or interacting with mm-hmm. that thing. So, you know, we take it upon ourselves to try and make things feel more, more accurate and more real. And then add the fantastical stuff on top of that.
1: Mm-hmm. We, who were we talking to recently? I, I, it might've I, been Angie Ferret. We were talking Ferrett, to about it the HUD stuff. Yep. and, and, you know, the big question is, is this stuff that is is done in, you know, pre-production and it's played on set for them to mm-hmm. actually do something or is it the other way around where it's, you know, a green screen or some tracking markers or something mm-hmm. and you're putting it in an after-the-fact? Is there one or the other that you do more of in uh We do more posts.
3: We haven't done a lot of on-set playback. Um, mm-hmm. We certainly have worked... With uh, getting plates from them that have onset playback and then we have to kind of replace that. Uh, right. Because they're they're finaling, you know, that stuff so early that by the time it gets to going into post, someone's like, ah, you know, it would be better if it did this thing instead or better if it did that. I think onset playback is it's great for the actors to then have things to work with and to know kind of where things are going. Because um, again, when you're just pretending, they're just flailing their hands around, and uh, what is that going to be? <laughs> um, yeah. But we do we do mostly uh, posts, so we get these plates that either are just on a green screen or blue screen with nothing there, and we have to kind of make the hand movements make sense. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, or sometimes do you have to do we, a lot of like uh, cleanup on the the green screen and blue screen stuff as well. Uh, it depends if we're comping the final just, shots. Yeah, I was going to say, are you just providing like you know, we do both. The the content. Stuff like yeah. yeah,
3: We do both. It depends on the job. Uh, okay. Sometimes we'll, we'll take it from concept all the way through comp through final. Other times we're, you know, animating the assets, designing, animating all that stuff, and then handing that mm-hmm. off to some other vendor to, uh, to comp that in. Interesting. Yeah. So it, it really, it's one of those annoying, like, it depends answers. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we, right. we do both. Yeah, but
0: that's, I, I think that's cool. Like, you know, a, a lot of the times whenever we're doing work or something, it's like, or a lot of like freelancers or workers or whatever, it's like, no, we're going to handle it from beginning to end, you know, but it's like, yeah. it's very interesting that, you know, it could be like, all right, you know, we're just designing assets and handing them over to someone else to do all the comping. It's neat.
3: Yeah. Because a lot of the stuff we're doing also has an element of, you know, background replacement is going on or there's character animation happening. There's all of this stuff happening around this shot and our graphics are one part of that. Where mm-hmm. it kind of makes more sense for us to, you know, get it as far as we can and then hand it off to another vendor who's also going to be doing set extensions, who's also going to be animating the characters and doing final comps and all that stuff and giving it to them because then we we could run into this circle, the cycle of, you know, we're done and now we need to wait for them to be done to give us the final plate so that we can do our comp to go back to the final finishing. And you know, it gets easier to a lot of times just to hand off our assets.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Is there anybody that coaches actors through the <laughs> gesture process on set? Like, I, I'm really I, curious if they have any coaching I, or if they just do whatever. Sometimes
3: so. <laughs> we've run into uh, some things where they've hired, like, a, a coach for some sort of specific things. Um, but for the most part, and I'm not privy to all of the actors behind the scenes, but for the most part, from what I understand is just, like, Okay, you've got some dials that are going to happen up there, and just make sure you're looking mm-hmm. at, you know, the tennis ball or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then people kind of do their own right. thing, and you know, there's a lot of times uh, there's the tennis ball. Yeah, a lot of times there's an idea <laughs> in their head, like, oh, we know this is going to be a dial, or we know it's going to be a keyboard, or we know it's going to be this. But in terms of specifics, uh, I don't know if there's any any coaches that might be a good business to get into is actor, right? yeah, finger coaching, a gesture coach, yeah, a gesture, a gesture coach. coach.
1: I'm going to be they a they brought
0: coach. in a so uh, uh, for uh, what was it uh, Doctor Strange the original Doctor Strange you know all of his hand movements and the stuff like tutting. that yeah they they brought yeah. in a guy from YouTube who was like really you know big into that in order to coach him how to like do the different gestures and stuff very it's interesting same
3: thing also there's a, a show called The Magicians on Sci Fi which I don't know if anyone's seen that but loved that show um, they did a lot of that like finger I think it's called finger tutting or finger dancing mm-hmm. for all of their, their spells. And they had like, you know, a coach that said like this motion means that and stuff. So that's cool. There's that's people out there that do that, which is, which is awesome.
1: <laughs> it's a
0: job yeah. for everything. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. So are, are you, okay. We know what perception is worked yeah. on, but are you able to say specifically maybe some of the things you worked on in, in maybe a generality, like the names of movies you've worked things on. we have
3: worked on yeah sure mm-hmm. um well most recently uh well now i'm getting into like what are we allowed to how, say? how long on? how
1: long have you been there
3: doug uh yeah. i've been at perception for almost 12 years now
0: oh, okay uh, so you've worked on yeah. quite a few of the you know yeah i'd the, say the big marvel movies and stuff that y'all have worked on you yeah know?
3: the only and I, I don't know if I'm right about this, but the only Marvel or not Marvel, the only movie that I haven't worked on at Perception was Iron Man 2, which was our first kind of foray into feature films. And I'd actually just started, I think, two or three months after that movie came out. Mm-hmm. Um, so at that point, we were still doing a lot of broadcast work. We were still doing, you know, a lot of HBO commercials and Verizon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, And then slowly, because of Iron Man 2, slowly started getting into more film work and more real world tech work Mm -hmm. to the point where that's now, you know, almost our entire business is film and tech.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. I know just a a few that off the top of my head that I know you guys worked on. Well, a, a lot of like either beginning title sequences or ending title sequences, correct? Yeah, like, uh, so we do a lot of title Spider-Man, sequences Spider Man, y'all did Spider Man, right? The, the ones we did Spider Man like Homecoming. Yep, we did Homecoming
3: yeah. and Far From Home. For oh, titles. okay,
0: cool. Yeah. And then also the uh, was it the did y'all do the opening for? Uh, it was Age of Ultron. With that uh, big sculpture or was that someone else?
3: Yeah, so we did Age of Ultron. That was the end okay. of Age of Ultron. Uh, yeah, but yeah, we yeah, did yeah, do, yeah. I guess, technically an opening credit of the title Age of Ultron that like, flies mm, towards the right. screen. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we did that over the the closing. You we did, did Wandavision, right? Yeah, yeah the ending title sequence
0: of Wandavision, right? And we also yeah.
3: did uh, the individual like fake show titles for Wandavision as well. Um, oh, that's oh, fun! Nice. Everything that's fun. except for I think episode two, which was the Bewitched episode. Okay. Um, mm. I want to say Titmouse did that one, but uh, okay. we did all the all the other ones, which is so much fun that our like our work was like all right let's research old sitcom title sequences yeah, that's so we can cool. try and make this look as much like that as we can and so that's a lot of uh yeah. you know watching malcolm in the middle and then
2: uh-huh. watching
3: you know dick van dyke and all this other stuff so yeah it was that was a lot of fun
2: yeah I, that I,
3: I
0: loved wandavision that was such a good show yeah
3: yeah it was one of those you know we, we work on a lot of these things and it's one of those that you get like, this is really cool. This is yeah. a really, really cool show because it's so, yeah. it's it's a good show, but it's so unique that every episode mm-hmm. was sort of this different time period. So like we just, you know, you don't get, uh, I don't want to say you get bored doing this stuff because it's always awesome. But like every week was like, all right, today's task is yeah. make it look like it's from yeah. the 40s and make it look yeah. like it's from the
1: 50s and make it look like it's from the 90s. So it was always something new. That's cool. That end oh. sequence which is great. I, I remember seeing all those different pieces, and I'm like, I wonder if that's MoGraph. And then I think John <laughs> did a uh, a 3D motion show uh, mm. presentation. Yeah,
3: John, I we both uh, we both did that. Was that, that one. you? Was that you? Uh, I think or both both of you. I think Johnny uh, opened it and did like a, a talk on you know perception and who oh. we are and, and what we do, and then I I jumped into gotcha. like, and here's some just some work that we did yeah. recently. Yeah.
1: That's right. Yeah, yeah. You check that out on uh, Maxon's YouTube channel. Uh-huh. Yeah, that or just wait great. for the rerun on MoGraph TV. <laughs> there you go. Just pull <laughs> Dave, up you the, should uh, put that
0: into the put that into the schedule into the lineup. Specifically we should like... do,
1: and we're talking about this. We're going to do some fun stuff with themes. You know, like mm-hmm. it would be cool. There's probably enough content to where we could do like a, a Marvel week or yeah. or, or yeah. at least a Marvel Maybe. day or something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that <laughs> that'd be, be cool. Funny. Yeah, um, let's go back though. Let's rewind. And and go back to your schooling. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. You actually uh, you actually have been at Perception as as uh, as I just read this morning. I did not realize this, but you went straight to Perception from college. So tell us about college and your your interest in all of this and how mm-hmm. you got where you are.
3: Sure. Yeah. So I mean, my interest in all of this. Uh, I when I got into doing animation, I was convinced like I want to work on cartoons and I want to you know, work on more traditional 2D animated character stuff. And I want to get a cartoon show. And my big goal is, like, I'm going to have my own cartoon show. That's going to be, that's my life. I am so excited. So I went to school for animation at a Northeastern University um, in Boston, which wasn't really, it's not really known for animation. uh, Certainly not at the time. Um, And I went to school there. And as I was there, we kind of get our hands and everything, learn a little bit of After Effects. I uh, do some more like traditional painting and then started getting into 3D stuff. And when we got into 3D, I started with Maya. and I think like after the first project, I was like, Oh, this is really cool. This mm-hmm. is fun that I can do, you know, some of the stuff that I never thought would even be possible. Um, so then I started going in more the direction of I want to be into visual effects. And then as I got closer towards the end of uh, end of school, I had a few, a few internships. Um, one of my internships was at Buck in LA and that kind of opened the door to me to be like, Oh, the stuff that the stuff that I'm doing at school, that's going to take me an entire semester to do at school. Like you can do this stuff in like a month, you know, and Mm -hmm. put, have a full spot together in a month. And then that opened up to kind of like more motion graphics kind of work and started, you know, falling in love with that. Um, and yeah, when I, I did my final year at at Northeastern, we had a big sort of thesis project and everyone was kind of doing these, like, I'm going to do a full semester long long project. And at that point, I had, had my time at Buck and I was back in school my final, my final semester. And I was like, you know, I don't want to do a whole semester long project. I'm going to do a project every two weeks and just make what I need for my demo reel. And nice. I'll have a demo reel with like, I don't know, 10 unique projects on it.
2: Mm-hmm. And
3: that'll be my reel coming out of school. And so that's what I did. Um, and then I kind of put it out in the world. I put it out there and then uh, it got picked up on Motionographer as like one of the little side stories. Nice. Um, and mm-hmm. from there, you know, people started reaching out to me. Perception was one of the places and, uh, you know, I interviewed with them and I think I had, I was hired probably, I think, two weeks before I graduated. So technically I had the job before I even left school. That's
2: awesome.
1: Uh, Which... Straight to that.
3: Again, incredibly, if I can't stress this enough, incredibly lucky that that happened i know like that's not a normal you know it
0: was it was really story, yeah, smart the way you did it like, was very smart you know like because a lot of us uh, when i went to the art institute and the art institute was all about oh you need your reel you need your demo reel and stuff like that you know and it's like yeah. they push that heavily and while yeah it does help you the art institute doesn't do a very good job of you know helping you with your work but you know having a demo reel directly going out of school is amazing yeah. yeah,
3: it was one of those things I noticed because I also would watch a lot of demo reels trying to like be inspired by stuff. And you'd see you know, student reels have one or two projects, but they'll have like 10 shots from that project. So it's like cutting back and forth. And you're like, all right, this is one thing that I see a lot of shots from. And I was like, I want to I make it look like I have a lot of work. And so mm-hmm. it was all these little five-second clips. And I, I did a ton mm-hmm. of interviews where people were like, hey, we'd love to see more of that. i like, I don't really have any more of that. Like that's – right. That's it. That's, That's what's it. in there. Yeah, and I You know, I was very transparent. Like, listen, I just made what I needed for a reel because I wanted to make a good reel. Um,
1: but yeah, there were a few times it's like I don't have any more of that thing. Um, so I that you was like uh, you know Nick Campbell's five second project idea back in the day. You know, you do all these little five second projects, and you got you got a reel. Mm-hmm. You got yeah. yourself a stew. That's it.
3: a <laughs> real. You know, a reel doesn't need. You don't need to have a thirty second project so you can take two seconds and put it in a reel. You can just right. make a thing. And I wanted, I was at the at that point, I was like, I'm going to be a generalist. I want to learn everything. So i do a project like, all right, what can I do that has like a fluid sim? Because I want to learn, you know, uh, yeah. you know, real flow. Real and flow. So yeah. i try yeah. and come up with a little project that had some kind of fluid sim element to it. Okay, now I want to do, I want to work on my rendering. So what can I do for that? And try to put all of these little things together to make a reel. I think... My reel might still be up on my Vimeo page if I wanted to go yeah. hunt that down.
1: Um, I'm
0: gonna look at it.
2: <laughs> yeah, and
1: what do you what do you think? Like, what do you think allowed you to get okay? Besides luck and talent, because you need those things. Kind of a combo of both. You need a lot of talent and maybe a little bit of luck. What do you think? Like, how did you? How were you able to get? to perception that quick. Like there's a lot of people that are like, Oh my gosh, I would work for 10, 15 years before I could, was there anything like in particular in your path or your journey or what you learned or certain teachers or certain software that really gave you that, that boost that you needed to get to a certain level? Oh man, I
3: wish, I wish there was something where I could totally take, uh, take credit for it. Um, I don't know. I'd say it was probably, um, on my reel, sort of the the breadth of work that I had on there, right? There's some mm-hmm. there's some 2D mm-hmm. stuff on there.
0: There's some 3D there go, stuff on I, there. I found it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it's, it's it is from 2010. You know, there you like, go. I, I gotta say, real. like a lot of the stuff I I wish I had on my reel. You know, it's very quality <laughs> stuff. Still, still to this day. Yeah, and well, some this of it's is work
1: the whole thing. Where's the reel? I put oh, it in it the chat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Some of it's the work Ooh, from books. Some
3: of it's student work. Um, so it was group project, but I think it's the, the breadth of work was really helpful because, again, I was going to, I wanted to be a generalist. I didn't want to yeah. go in and just be, you know, a guy, a rigger. You know, I didn't want to just be a modeler. I wanted to mm-hmm. show work that said, like, hey, I can do a little bit of everything. Um, and that's one thing, like, when I, when I do talk to students, I'm like, hey, any advice on the reel? I was like, only put stuff on your reel that you want to work on.
0: You know, if you, Absolutely, 100%, if you
3: are yeah. currently yeah. working in an industry and you're like, I don't really want to do this forever, then don't put that <laughs> stuff on your reel and, you know, take the time to right. make some new new stuff for the reel.
0: That um, right there was insanely cool. How did you do that?
3: Which, With uh, the big which splash and
0: stuff like that. That's so cool. Yeah, so
3: oh, that thing, uh, oh, nice. that one was a really cool, cool project um, at Buck, I think for Coke Zero, which was like a Russian Coke okay. energy drink. That, uh, I don't know if that commercial ever aired anywhere other than Russia. So,
1: um, right. but this is that was, a uh, very grayscale gorilla yeah. right here. <laughs> like, that was, you know, um, I mean, 10 years ago, you know, 12, 12 years ago, 12
3: years yeah, ago. 12 years ago. And that was like my first foray into motion ground. And that was before you even knew who grayscale gorilla was. And, I was right. like, <laughs> and then I was like, Oh, so like cool looking spheres
1: is a thing. i was like, all right. I stumbled yeah. my that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and the, the reel is 360p, so you know it's old.
0: Nice. Yeah, you know it's the good stuff. I <laughs> was yeah. probably like,
3: who needs
1: 1080? Why? Right. What's the point? Yeah. Um,
3: back then,
0: our computers couldn't handle 1080.
3: Right. Yeah, <laughs> right? so it's a, it's a good reel. Um, I actually still really like this reel. I think there's a lot of cool work on here. Yeah, there um, is good
0: work. Yeah. You
3: know, it helps that, you know, uh, some of it's buck uh, on there, which always right. I think elevates a bit. Um, but something like that, like this thing right here is just uh you know the little monster guy was a five second thing that i just made because i was like i want to mm-hmm. make like a thing that feels like a miniature kaiju thing you mm-hmm. know and that was uh, that's what it was um but yeah it's just uh trying to make a reel that feels like i have a ton of work and i uh, probably 80 yeah. percent of that is student work
0: yeah you did a great job uh-oh, we're just giving out your phone number right now. Oh, you
3: got your phone number. It's probably not even the right phone number. Uh, it might
1: not be.
0: Does it, if it starts with 561, <laughs> it's
3: not the same phone number.
1: Yeah, it's not. That's, okay, that's cool. not it. All right, good. They're going to be calling somebody else. <laughs> no, Is this right. Doug? No. No. Why does everybody always call me? Out? Now my phone's going to start
3: blowing up because it was the right phone number. Right. Ah, no. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I trust people. What are they going to do? Are going to call me? If mm. deal?
0: I mean, so it's, what do you do? it's on Vimeo. Yeah, right? It's on Vimeo. <laughs> so, you know.
3: Uh, that's what we used but, to do. We just put email addresses and phone numbers on things. Uh-huh. You know, I right. think one of them has like my address yeah. on it because.
0: Oh, that's hilarious! You know, it's what you. Uh, <laughs> it's what we do.
1: We'll put a link to that in the show notes as well, <laughs> so you can. Yeah. So if you didn't catch my phone number the first time,
0: <laughs> right? Get it in
1: this show notes. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so what do you do on a, on a regular basis? Like, what is mm-hmm. your what is your main thing? Like, do you have the main thing? Or are you like doing a lot of? HUD character stuff. or It's a it uh, pretty.
3: I'd say now for me, I'm mostly in the uh, in the titles, uh, doing our, our title sequence stuff. Um, I get into the the HUDs. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if HUDs is the plural version of HUD. But sure, why <laughs> sure, why not? Sure, why uh, not? Sure. The FUI, so I, I get into that as well. But I feel like a lot of the time is spent on the uh, on the title sequence, um, you know, helping to build those things and mm-hmm. make them as cool as they could possibly be
0: yeah
3: yeah which did you is, have a hand
0: on the the wandavision title sequence as well
3: yeah so the wandavision was uh yeah. um mine also working on that with uh you know a few other super talented artists uh nick white thaler um oh my god uh i always just call him rupert alex rupert there you go mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like what's his first name what's his first name <laughs> um, yeah and so that one, that one was really uh really great i think uh Cruzito had done some frames, early frames for that thing. Uh, you know, so this is like we have these big teams uh, that that work on this stuff, but also the teams aren't really as big as you'd expect them to be. Mm-hmm. You know, the yeah. the bulk of that was uh, you know three artists working on that thing, with people coming in and out, sort of early on, helping to develop, um, helping to develop the style frames and stuff, and then going off into animation. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, that was a cool one
2: mm-hmm.
0: what's been your favorite project to work on so far uh my favorite one probably that's been released that you can talk about yeah. <laughs> you know um,
3: <laughs> probably the spider-man homecoming title sequence okay um, that one i loved that you know as as we've talked about it in the in the past it's kind of like going back to art school uh, mm-hmm. where that for those who aren't Familiar with it? It's uh, done to look like a high school art project, right? So it, mm-hmm. it switches styles. There's there's painting and there's claymation and there's you know uh, construction paper cutouts and pencil drawings and crayons and all sorts of stuff, kind of all mixed together into this uh, sequence. And we did a lot of that practically. Um, yeah, mm-hmm, we yeah. like the stop motion that we did. We really went to the store and bought a bunch of clay and, like, made these things. Um, mm-hmm. And we really drew things frame by frame uh, because we wanted that real feel to it. Like, certainly mm-hmm. we could fake it, mm-hmm. you know, but it's there's something yeah. that gets missed in that, you know, just in the way that, you know, the camera is exposed slightly differently between frames. It's like, yeah, we could go in and do that manually, but when you do it for real, you know, it uh, you just get that extra physical nature to it. But then we also used, you know, a lot of cinema and that were some of the shots we would block out, I think I think we had a really cool breakdown of a um, yeah of the train yeah, yeah. on there. And like that was all blocked out in, in cinema and then we would render that out and then in in Photoshop we went and like painted over the whole thing. Then there's other times where we'd do the same thing and we'd print it out and then with a pencil we'd draw over the whole thing. It just kind of yeah. depended on on what we wanted to what we wanted to do but as much as we could we wanted that you know that sort of handmade feel to it so that one that was a ton of fun i have something at at home i kept one of our our claymation frames i have it like framed at nice. home with like the clay hand and the stuff uh uh-huh. um, so it's cool I and mean, you get sort of a keepsake from that too right we have yeah. those things yeah. you know in the office so
0: that was a, I remember, I, I don't know if this was uh, on the video that y'all did about the title sequence or whether it was just talking to Johnny one time while we were together, uh, but he was saying <laughs> like people would print off, you know, all the ones that they're coloring over, you know, and people would just be in meetings and they would just be drawing over stuff while, yeah. I was going to say, while, you I know, was actually gonna it's going to bring that on, up. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, the, really the other part of
1: that
3: too is we had these, these marker pops that were on top of the whole thing. Um. Mm-hmm which was also like all right let's print out the entire sequence now that it's locked right. and like let's draw on top of the whole thing and there's just so much to do that we would print stuff out and there'd be a stack on a table like hey if mm-hmm. you're if you've got 10 minutes grab a stack and draw stuff and like
2: yeah you know so if cool.
3: uh, any you know like my wife came to the office once and i was like hey while you're waiting here you go and you know that's funny so like, she's, she's super she's,
0: excited to get yeah it's like she's got some
3: some frames in there and you know (laughs) and because i'm putting the whole thing together i'm like all right let's make sure lauren's frames are in here and right you know uh (laughs) you know so there's cool stuff like that so anyone who would be Uh in the office we had just you know freelancers weren't working on the job like all right you got 10 minutes here just doodle on this thing and Mm -hmm. do stuff so uh and then we'd scan that all back in and You know, get it back into the edit, so we have all these like really cool marker pops happening. And because it was so many different people working on it, you'd get Mm -hmm. very different outcomes, right? Like we didn't we didn't dictate to anyone. Like here's what you have to draw, here's what colors to use. It's just like here's a stack of markers, here's a stack of paper, go to Mm -hmm. town. You know, and you get some really interesting things that way. Were y'all animating? Like,
0: was it on twelves or twenty fours? So we did it. uh, Mm. We did at twelve,
3: but some of the stuff just. For ease of use, like if we were doing something out of uh, out of cinema, we would work at 24 and we would just cut out the frames that we don't need and then draw on those. Right, um, okay. Some of the stuff that we're doing in After Effects, because there are some things where we would uh, take textures and we would scan those in and bring them into After Effects so we have these real textures. That stuff we'd work at 24 just because we're used to working at 24. Right, um, right, right. But then we would do like a posterized time instead of the 12 so that it mm-hmm. had that same yeah. feel. And when we're doing that, yeah. we have to be really careful because – we don't want it to be totally smooth so everything has like a a little jitter on it so that, you know, things aren't popping when they shouldn't be popping, but things aren't static when they shouldn't be static. And right, uh, right. it's really going into finding like if we were to do this by hand, every time we move the camera, the papers would move just a little bit or like the, mm-hmm. the camera's exposure would change just a little bit because we're trying to do it as, you know, high school kids, not someone who has like this perfect camera setup that's going
0: right, to, you know, right, take right. a
3: perfect picture every time. So... We would would you go back photos. through
0: and, like, re-scan everything? Or were you taking pictures? Or how were you doing that? Uh, like the ones for, that you were actually drawing on top
2: of.
3: Yeah, so the ones we were drawing on top of, uh, some things we would scan, some things we would take pictures of. It just kind of depended on what the material was, I guess. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it we would we would scan in. So we would... Uh, let's see, what was one of them? Um, uh, I think the Ferris wheel was one that we we printed out and drew or no, the handshake. We have the, the cool handshake was one that, uh, Johnny and I learned the handshake that Peter and Ned do in the movie and recorded that a million times. That's cool. That's uh, super cool. <laughs> and then we would time it out. So it like fit the edit. And then we printed that whole thing out. Um, mm-hmm. and we would print it at like 10% opacity. So it was really light. And then we'd drawn it with really dark pencil, so that when we brought cool. it back in, just yeah. crunch the levels a little bit and we can get rid of that initial, uh, Plate, but that would be something we,
1: we drew over it and then scanned back in.
0: That's cool. Yeah. That's super cool.
1: I remember being there at the office. Gosh, when did we take that tour? Like five years ago now? It was Had it was during been.
0: our first NAB East that we were at. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah, which Who knows was when that was a long time point. ago. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Sixteen yeah. or seventeen, somewhere mm-hmm. in there. And uh that would have been around that I, time, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I would have uh, I I do remember that you know, John was like telling us like everybody was chipping in and grabbing papers and drawing mm-hmm. things like, and he get even in meetings and, yeah. and just just to get it done. Um, yeah, and I was I was pretty surprised there weren't that many people there. Like you said, it's like it's not like hundreds and hundreds of artists working mm-hmm. like like you would imagine, right? It it was a little more laid back than that. It seemed it seemed like a pretty chill environment.
3: Yeah, and that's you know kind of what we what we like because I, I feel like we're a very collaborative studio um, mm-hmm. you know of course you know there's art directors and creative directors and stuff but when when we're making a project we want everyone to be involved and sort of feel a little bit of ownership over it mm-hmm. because w- when that happens I think the work is better when someone feels no matter like at what level they're at can come and be like hey you know what I think that this might look better if we did it this way you know and Sometimes it's going to be like, well, no, they very specifically want this thing, so we can't do right. that. But other times, like, you know what? It might look better that way. Let's try it. And mm-hmm. if it looks better, let's keep it. You know, And we, we like working that way because then it becomes very collaborative. And someone's idea, like the idea that you guys would bring to a project would be very different than the idea I would bring to the project just right. by virtue of us being different people. And there's something. And your ideas would be good. <laughs>
2: Oh, you'd be very surprised.
3: Um, but there, there's something that's, uh, that's nice about that, that, you know, we we try and find the best idea, not just the idea that came from, you know, the one person who's supposed to be having the ideas. Right. Yeah, you know, we, like to be, we like to be collaborative in that way. And it's with, with the artists who are working on it and with the clients that we're working with, we always tell them, you know, they obviously know, like, they can kind of, do what they can tell us to do what they want us to do, but we want to make sure like we're not showing up and saying, this is our idea. Take it or leave it. You know we're saying? Yeah. Hey, this is our starting point and we want to work together to make something better than this. That's super cool. Right.
0: Dave, I just threw the, the, yeah, the experience perception, um, the, the behind the scenes process for the, you know, mm. if people want to see what kind of what we're talking about and stuff like that, it was really cool. It was a really cool thing. Yeah. This one was a, was a lot of fun. Yeah.
2: This pitch, you can see this pitch is.
1: I remember this. We
3: have a ton of different styles in this pitch, and on that meeting, you know, that first meeting, we talked to them, and we're like, "Hey, so here's, you know, kind of the what we're looking at, and here's all our different directions." We had started walk through it, and they're just kind of like, "Yes." You're like, "What do you, what do you mean, yes?" Like, "Oh, we like all of it." I'm like, "Uh huh." Oh, okay, so we'll do all all the styles, and they're like, "We'll do do, all the styles." We'll do all of the styles. (laughs) Um so funny and that's oh, so kind of where we ended up so we have you know uh, a unified color palette but the styles change throughout the whole sequence
2: mm-hmm.
3: and you can see it's like funny. that's just our you know our ping pong table at the time covered in these little ideas because we started off with like just little vignettes like what are what are things we can do because we're not really retelling the story of the movie mm-hmm. right we're thinking right. of this as like kind of a continuation of the movie right um, yeah but we don't want anything too specific because you don't want to get in the way of whatever they're doing for the second movie. You don't want to kind of right, mess up right, by right. saying, like, oh, no, Spider-Man then did this thing. and that. So,
0: Spider-Man uh, died. Yeah, right? Oh,
3: he <laughs> dies at the end of Homecoming. Um, yeah. yeah, so you can see kind of where this thing ended up.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That might be the whole –
1: is this a breakdown? This, uh, this is the animatic. Yeah, we'll definitely link to this in the show notes. Yeah. You can check it out for those listening, you can watch, you can watch along. There you go. Uh, so, and, and you, y'all did the Marvel intro as well, right? That's on many of the mm-hmm. movies.
3: Yeah. Right? We did that main Marvel studios intro. Uh, I don't remember how many years ago that was, but I think uh, the first doctor mm-hmm. strange was the, the first time that, that, that appeared. So we've been doing it since then, uh, mm-hmm. which is another like incredible never in a million years. What I've, thought we'd get to brand Marvel studios. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, this is one of those jobs that like constantly pinching myself at like the opportunities that, that we get and the Marvel studios logo. Just, you know, when we first did that and just seeing that logo on a hat, I was like, that's a thing that like we made and now people are wearing the thing that we did. That's so cool. Um, but that's incredible. And then, you know, we've been doing it ever since we change it every movie. Um, it gets updated updated
0: every movie
3: yeah it's updated every movie uh the general rule of thumb is that uh a clip from the previous movie gets put into the new one right so that makes sense right because when you're doing like shang chi you're not going to put the clip from the movie you're about to see in the sequence right so when you get to the next one then shang chi gets added and we've done things for the uh the disney plus shows as well where we change it like uh you know, the first Wandavision episode, we made it kind of like a retro title sequence where it gets kind of fifties at the end of it. Um, Loki, we made it green and gold, and so we've
4: mm-hmm. we've
3: changed it throughout throughout the years. We've done different versions of it for different projects.
4: That's
0: cool. Hmm. That's yeah. super cool.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Hey, this is Dave. I just wanted to stop for a moment and thank our sponsor, Otoy, the creators of Render Network and, of course, Octane. But I don't have to tell you that. You know who they are. You see the results of their render engine all over the interwebs, and we're very grateful that they're supporting what we're doing at MoGraph.com, from this podcast to MoGraph TV to events like local meetups and Camp MoGraph and all our community building efforts. We can't wait to show you what's in store, all thanks to their support. Go check them out at Otoy.com. Now, back to the madness so we had to I think you know sign away our lives to even walk into the place <laughs> uh, when we came to visit, and there's a lot of secrecy behind it. We have done some work in the past with y'all, and it is very secure mm-hmm. right yeah. um, because of what you're working on it's like obvious that's mm-hmm. the thing and when I think about studios that have to deal with that level of secrecy and security, I always Think about y'all because you're just constantly working on stuff like uh-huh. that. So I imagine it was kind of difficult with COVID when COVID happened to figure all that out. Was it was there kind of a race to figure out a, a game plan to keep everything? I mean, I, I yeah. I'm doubting y'all probably just you know throw things on Dropbox.
3: <laughs> yeah. So we basically uh, I don't remember specifically what day it was, but almost it's almost two years ago to the date, right when everything shut down. Yeah. Um, it was kind of that. I think it was the week before we started seeing things and the way the way they're going and then you know, when the NBA shut down, I was like, guys, we're not gonna be in the office next week or the week after that. Like that's just mm-hmm. the way mm-hmm. these things are going. There's no way we're gonna be in the office. Uh, so we need to figure something out and you know, then over that course of that, that week or that weekend, whatever it was, um, put together a whole VPN work from home system that that we're using now. Um but the only way it worked is that we were fortunate that our clients were okay with that. You know, yeah. we, had to, mm. we yep. had to talk to them and be like, hey, listen, right. the world is shutting down. And they knew that yeah. too. You know, the studios are going work from home the whole time. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of our clients were going work from home as well. So uh, they were very, you know, very accepting of that. And we we're super lucky that that was the case. And we've been doing work from home. You know, this whole time I'm in the office now. We're just kind of getting back into office two days a week now. Um and then work from home for the rest. And then that of course will change based on the way the world is <laughs> going. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, some of our biggest things we've done working from home, I think WandaVision was the first one that we from pitch to final was done entirely from home. That's uh so interesting. You know, uh same thing with like Loki, um Falcon the Winter Soldier something like Black Widow was it started when we were working in the office and that was crazy mm-hmm. too because we had we'd actually flown out to LA a few times to shoot with them on set um cause I don't know if you guys recall the title sequence for that but there's a lot of stuff with the actors in there mm-hmm. um so we went on set and shot with them which was another like Pinch me crazy experience. Right. I held the yeah. door open yeah. for Rachel Weiss and I was like, oh sorry, excuse me. And she was like, thank you very much. And I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um which is just crazy. Right. Uh, but on those trips, because we did that uh around this time, you know, they're in January, February, uh the first time we went saw some people wearing face masks. And we like, oh that's that's a weird thing. All right. Maybe mm-hmm. it's just a LA mm-hmm. thing. And then you know we fly home a day later and see more people wearing face masks. Oh, okay. And then you know we're back in February. I think, I think actually I flew home on Valentine's Day, so I think it was two years ago. Um, hmm. Seeing even more people wearing masks and starting to be like, should we be concerned? Like, is this something we really mm-hmm. need to worry about? Uh, and that was kind of the time where like we should start really mm-hmm. having a, a plan B on this because that was, yeah, it was crazy. But yeah, that that started before pandemic then kind of got all messed up as we're trying to figure out what we're doing and you know Marvel's trying to figure out what they're doing and then Black Widow I think got delayed by a few months because of everything Mm -hmm. Um, sure so it was a weird thing and like things that we had started later came out first because of the way that stuff got Interesting. mixed around. I was
1: traveling to LA about the same time. We were probably in LA the same day
2: Mm
1: -hmm. uh, because I was traveling back from LA and it was right when it was like, what is going on? People starting Mm -hmm. to wear masks and starting to hear all that. Um, uh, I don't remember if it was John. It it may have not even been perception. Somebody was talking about the level of security with, with us on the show at one point. Or somewhere on Skype. Who knows? Mm-hmm. I can't tell the difference between, <laughs> <Right>?
2: <laughs> between this and These just things. hanging out. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, they they were talking specifically about, like, some of the rules are very, very hardcore, even when it comes to your family and things, mm-hmm. you know? Like, oh, you're going to work on this from home. The mm-hmm. door has to be shut if anyone walks in the room. <laughs> You got to minimize it, make sure your screen's facing the other way, uh-huh. make sure the that, curtains that, are closed. That
0: was me, Dave. That was one of the projects we worked on. <laughs> <laughs> was it really? It was, yeah. Oh, was, that's funny. Yeah, I mean, it, it was, it'd was. it be very interesting because I'd be working on a project and then the housekeepers would come over to, you know, clean up. I'd have to lock my door and stuff and then as soon as they'd come in my office, have to make sure everything is shut down so that's that, funny, you know, man. they couldn't see stuff. Yeah. No, this is
1: before that. This is a couple of years ago. So it, it might have been, I mean, the same situation with you, but mm-hmm. how do you handle that? You got uh, at least one kid, right? How many yeah. kids do you have? Uh,
3: just the one. I mean, she's three, so she's not telling anyone anything. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm fortunate in in that, and I try and be like, hey, daddy worked on that. And she's like, okay. Can we
1: watch yeah. Octonauts? Daddy said mm-hmm. Spider-Man died. <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, and she tells all of her friends like Ooh. Yeah. Um, no, so I'm fortunate there but yeah it's it's a tricky thing because you know I think a lot of this stems from I don't know if you remember when the Wolverine movie came out and like the whole thing leaked online do you guys remember that a few years ago it leaked on with like unfinished VFX I, I sounds familiar think, I think so I always so. assume those
1: are like fake promotions like to get yeah. people excited about the movie but yeah
3: I don't think I got anyone excited about the
2: movie. But
1: <laughs> that was, you know, I think it was after that
3: where, like, security really got, like, you know, picked up. Because that was the first time, at least as far as I can remember, that, like, a whole movie got leaked online with unfinished yeah. VFX. You know? And yeah. I think, I don't know, I yeah. think it came from, I mean, it had to have come from one of the VFX houses, right? If it has. Mm-hmm. But it's the whole movie, though. So probably came from maybe the editing house yeah. or, you know, um. Uh, [SSSS1] because typically we don't get the the whole movie right so maybe someone who's working on the whole movie will have the whole movie but like you don't they don't just give you the whole movie and then be like all right, now just edit out the shots that you work on you get individual shots so the fact that it was the whole movie probably came from like an editing house or something or maybe from Mm -hmm. the the coloring Uh, so um, yeah but that's the first thing I remember and then from there like then I think it got more more serious from that because that was kind of a big, that was a big deal.
0: Yeah. I did I did a bunch of work for Samsung back in the day. And it's like, it would it, be so funny because they were so loose on everything that they would give you. And you would see, you would see leaks like weeks or months before on stuff that you're working on. And slowly and slowly they got more and more to where it was like, okay, if you want to work on this project, you have to be in our building, you know, in this clean room with everything that you bring in, your computer and everything has to stay in this room, no internet connection, and it was like, okay. You yeah, know, we I have the uh, has to, to
1: stay in the room until it's released. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: we, yeah. we do have a we have a, a client who, believe it or not, is more secure than our, our film work, and we have to have people working on that project in a separate room uh, mm-hmm. that has, you know, like a key code access to it so they can tell who's coming and going.
0: Crazy. Uh, but yeah, we've
3: also heard people who are like, security is a big deal and then we'll get an email with like an image in it right
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. On, guys. Uh, it's so funny yeah. yeah and like stuff happens then, so I remember
3: yeah. when we were working on uh, Thor Ragnarok we had just gotten out of a review we we're working on, like the big the end titles of that and a bunch of other stuff but this particular review is about the end title the big Thor Ragnarok at the end and we're we're talking about we're great I go back to my desk and like flip open Twitter and I see the thing that we just talked about on Twitter and I was like, mm-hmm. "Oh, guys, like we got a problem," and it turns out in that call, Kevin Feige took a picture of it and tweeted it. Uh- oh, <laughs> <my> gosh! <laughs> I was like, "Oh, you're gonna give me a heart attack, man." Because it was like like, so funny. It was like the hundredth anniversary of uh, of Jack Kirby, I think, and so Mm -hmm. our title very much inspired by the artwork of Jack Kirby. So he had like taken a picture of our thing and tweeted out that's like Happy Birthday, Jack Kirby. I was like, Oh man, man, I gotta go home and lie down, right? Because for like for like two (laughs) minutes, like this is the worst possible thing that could happen, right? Right. Right. And so I mean, I'm sure he didn't get in trouble for it, did he? I don't know. Like, like I would think he makes the rules. I think he could right, be like, if we're going to release yeah, this, I don't know. You guess to say. Yeah. I don't know.
1: I, I've seen uh, TikToks of people behind the scenes taking videos and photos on different sets and stuff, and they're like, mm-hmm. "You're not supposed to have your phone." Sometimes I wonder if that's just all just all. Yeah. Purpose, well, I gotta imagine know, that the
3: planned. the recent Spider-Man thing, right, with like Andrew Garfield coming out before before Ow! the movie came out, <laughs> like.
0: It's my fault for not seeing it. Spoilers. Damn it. Oh, oh
2: <laughs> I had a feeling that, that
0: was the case, but you know, all right, go ahead. All right. Well, <laughs> stuff happened. <laughs> Listen, this movie made like a billion dollars. Right. In the first I know. Week, it's I my fault. I've been telling my wife for weeks. I want to go see it. I wanted to see it opening day because I didn't want anything spoiled, but I was pretty sure that's what happened. All Have right, you not? Oh, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't I'm gonna tell to my me. wife right now I just got the ending of Spider-Man spoiled on the show <laughs> go ahead oh man well it's okay. don't feel bad about it it's my fault uh, there's video
3: of him on blue screen like acting <laughs> so That's you funny. know uh, that came out and you're like well how did that get out like it's people on set it's not like it's a it's not someone behind a camera it's like the shot from the camera is what what has come out right
0: yeah
1: and how so does that come out like, I don't know it's got to be a
3: crew member I'm sure people are really upset by that you know what about
1: like okay when you're working on a project like do they are they very specific about like what you know because like think about an ending like what is it end game or something like like stuff Mm -hmm. like that let's say you got to work on the end of that or on the ending credits of that or or something
3: yeah so Um, we did the end credits for end game and they wouldn't show us the movie and we just had to be like how does it end like what
4: what yeah. happens? Like, Wouldn't is it like uplifting?
3: Is it sad? Mm-hmm. Are we feeling energetic? Like, what do we do? Cause like, those are the kind of questions we have to ask <laughs> when we want to see it. A lot of times we do get to see the movie, um, which is great because, you know, if we're working on the, the end or the opening, we need to know what's going into the shot. What's going out of the shot. What's the tone of the movie. You know, mm-hmm. is it uplifting? Is it a real downer? You're like, what, how do we, what do we want to make here? Um, and so for the for Endgame though they wouldn't show us the movie. There's just too much that they're like we can't risk <laughs> you guys seeing. Yeah, scenes. right. They're like three people have seen this movie. Um, you know, so it's uh, it kind of depends. But that's one reason you have to start just asking questions like what What's the emotion that you want to have for this? Like, mm-hmm. what do you guys envision mm-hmm. this being? Mm-hmm. And you know, for Endgame specifically, I was like, no, it's uplifting. They, it's it's kind of sad, but uplifting at the end of the day because they did save the day, but there is a great loss. And then we're just here like, oh, there's a great loss. Like, all right, who's dying in this movie? Yeah. You know? Uh, uh-huh. And we're trying to figure it out. And then we have stuff. Well, no, nah, I don't even want to talk about Endgame.
0: <laughs> no, you're it. fine. That's been plenty of you fun. Know like,
3: but we see things like where, where Thor ends at the end of the movie, right? Mm-hmm. He's uh, They called him Lebowski Thor, right? Right. And... <laughs> In our sequence we have the the main the main Avengers, the original five Avengers, and they give us an image of the Slobowski Thor, and we're like, What is happening in this movie? <laughs> that Thor <laughs> has gained a little bit of weight. Like, what is this? And we don't That's know, we're like we're just we're gonna trust that it makes sense. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. So we gosh, would, well yeah, do you
0: do you like ever get any like big spoilers like that and you're just like 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 for the ending of spider-man like knowing something like that something big like that and just being able to like have to keep it in the whole time
3: yeah so a lot of the i don't want to say a lot sometimes we do get to watch the movies and watch the Mm -hmm. shows before they come out and i've had to sort of change my mindset to uh instead of being like oh it's gonna spoil the movie be like no i'm gonna see the movie like this is the movie it just won't be done you know so i'm not gonna be spoiled i can't Mm -hmm. be spoiled if i'm seeing the whole thing um, but I was very much, you know, I was very much the one of the guys who was on the message boards trying to find out, like, oh, what's going to happen in Spider-Man 3? And, you know, mm-hmm. figure all that stuff out. I'm talking, like, old Raimi Spider-Man 3, like, trying right, to figure that right, stuff right. out. And, you know, eventually I was like, okay, I can't, I'm not doing spoilers anymore. I got to stay away. And then I start working here. And they're like, hey, so we're going to watch this movie. Like, oh, okay. Let's see. <laughs> so I had to, like, try to change my, my mind to be like, no, it's not a spoiler. It's just this is this is the movie I'm watching. I'm getting mm-hmm. to watch the movie in an unfinished state. right? And it changes a lot too. Yeah. Like we've seen these movies where sometimes we watch them and we're like, Ooh, that's not good. And then the movie comes out. You're like, this is great. Right. It's been mm-hmm. changed a whole lot. Cause we see it, you know, six or seven months before the movie comes
1: out. So a lot, a lot changes. Yeah. 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 Jackie was asking, have you ever had to work on a shot specifically? That was like the spoiler. <laughs> where you're like, oh uh, my god, <laughs> like you know?
3: Yeah, I'm trying to think about how to do that. I'm sure there's stuff, there's things um, that we've done. Like, uh, I guess Batman vs Superman is a good example. Of the The scene where they have all of the like, um, all of the like the CCTV shots of all the other heroes, where you're seeing like, oh, here's Aquaman underwater, and here's mm-hmm. you know the Flash and stuff. And so working on that and like. I don't know if that's a big spoiler for the movie, but that's kind of like an oh-shit moment for the movie. We're going to see all the other heroes who are going to be part of the Justice right. League. And that's right. one of those things where as we're working on this, we're like, this is cool. This, like, this is going to be the thing. And then it comes out and everyone kind of shits all over. Like, why do they have all their own logos? Is Lex right. Luthor designing <laughs> logos for these things? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yes, he is. Sarah's, Sarah's talking about that clip of Ruffalo... Accidentally saying that everybody dies, I accidentally said that on the show because I hadn't seen the movie. And yeah, but my that was that was Infinity
0: War. That was Infinity War. But that was Infinity War. Infinity War. If yeah. you've never
3: seen that it was, clip, it yeah. is amazing because the way because the best part too is not just him saying it; it's Don Cheadle's reaction to him saying it is very much like you just gave away the game, buddy. Like, what are right. you doing? Right, right. Yeah, That's if you haven't funny. seen, it, you should watch that. But I'm going to try and not talk about any movies ever again i feel i feel so bad like i hate spoiling things for people like even when we talk to freelancers you know and we bring people on who haven't seen seen the movie i'm like all right how much background do you want on what you're working on because i can tell you everything or i can tell you just (laughs) what you need to know right so like having the context is always helpful and i'll dole that out as it needs to be or we can just do the whole thing now uh, mm-hmm. so I feel I feel terrible that don't oh it's don't. too bad yeah, my, it's this is my, it's it's 100% joke.
0: my fault because I, I see it as you have one month when a movie comes out you have one month to go see it if you don't see it within that yeah. month Spoilers are open game. Statue you know? of limitations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, you know. Right. But I feel like uh, you know, extended I mean, circumstances it, it, it's now. Like People if, aren't going uh, to movies it, as much. It, and, <laughs> if you talk you know. about, if you talk about the ending to Sixth Sense or something like that, someone someone's not going to go. Oh yeah, no, really not you know about that. Yeah, like you know, you yeah. talked about Batman versus Superman or whatever. I haven't seen it, but like, I, I don't yeah. really, I don't really care.
1: <laughs> the horse in Neverending Story dies. Oh,
2: oh no, betray no! oh. No.
1: Oh.
0: Artax. No, it's our not Atreus. Atreus is the boy's is name, right? Artax is the horse name. Atreus is the boy's
1: name, yeah. yeah. I had that ongoing joke, which every time someone said, no spoilers, no spoilers, I would say, I can't believe everybody died.
2: Yeah. And <laughs> right. so we're
1: talking about it, and and everybody's like, well, don't talk about the ending. And I go, I can't believe everybody died. And everybody on the show was like,
2: <laughs> is, he, is he joking? Oh, he was yeah.
1: joking? Well, I'll just pretend it was a joke, and then later on, I was like, oh, that's actually the ending, yeah, yeah everybody these. dies. oh everybody <laughs> spoilers know. for uh,
0: infinity war, yeah,
3: spoilers for infinity yeah. war if you haven't been statue keeping of limitations with Marvel <laughs> totally. movies.
4: We've interviewed filmmaker powerhouses like Kestrin Pantera, Richard Raymond, Alex Ferrari, Cassandra Ebner, and Ryan Connolly. Amazing actors like Hannah Ward, Lou Taylor-Pucci, Chris Wataski, and Eileen Gruba. Groundbreaking cinematographers like Jody Lee Lipes and Jessica Lee Ganyi. And many more. We also offer weekly reviews of our favorite films and shows, which vary from low-budget first-time filmmakers to A-listers and everyone in between. Go Gorilla is proud to announce that we have officially joined the MoGraph Podcast Network.
3: So if you love filmmaking as much as we do,
4: tune in every Sunday for a new episode of the Go Gorilla Filmcast, your your source source for all things things indie film. film. Now available on the MoGraph Podcast Network. (laughs)
1: We are on a bit of a time crunch today. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a short show. <laughs> that's, a, that's a throwback right. line. Um, and so we do have a hard out. And uh, so we wanted to ask you, before we go to the drop, we wanted to ask you uh, some of your favorite things. We call this MoGraph Recommends. And uh, this should be an interesting one today because we mm-hmm. ask either your favorites. It's either something that uh, is your all-time favorite or something that's a recent favorite. I'll be interested to hear what your influences are in, oh, uh, man. in some of these things. So, okay. Uh, the number one question is going to be favorite movie.
3: Favorite movie. This is one of those questions that I think like is really hard to, to answer because it, it always changes. Um, but I think about it as a movie I can watch whenever it's on, doesn't matter at what part the movie is on, I will continue watching that movie. And mm-hmm. for me, that's the first Avengers is... Uh, one of those movies, don't care what part of the movie it's on, I'll sit down and watch the rest of it. I think it's just such a, I don't know if it's a perfect movie, but it's such uh, a perfectly enjoyable movie.
0: I feel like, yeah, uh, uh, oh, wh- who was it that did the movie? It was uh, Joss, <laughs> Joss Whedon. Was it Joss Whedon yeah, who did Joss the first Whedon Avengers? Yeah, Joss Whedon did the first two. Yeah. I feel like he like really set a precedence for the Marvel movies going forward. You know, like right. if he had done a shit job of that movie, we would not be where we are today. It would have killed with, the know, whole franchise. The whole franchise yeah. would have been gone. Yeah, absolutely.
1: James says unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. Right, yeah. <laughs> so didn't like that answer.
0: I wish
3: I listen. I'm sitting here working on all the Marvel stuff. I wish I had a better answer. You know, some I don't know, some like Tarantino deep cut or something. But right, <laughs> you know. Uh, yeah. I'm a, a big fan of this stuff before I ever set foot in this office. So,
2: uh-huh.
3: you know, it's, uh-huh. uh, it's a it's dream come true.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And what about favorite TV show? Is that along the same lines or something? Wait oh,
3: you know end. what? No, I would say favorite TV show, one that I keep recommending to people is uh, The Haunting of Hill House on, uh, on Netflix, I um, All right. which I – absolutely loved. <laughs> if you want something in this vein, I think the uh, Peacemaker show might be one of my favorite things now of all time. I've heard all good time. things
0: about
1: Peacemaker. Uh, yeah. I don't know anything about that.
3: It is. Have you seen the the new it's Suicide John School? Cena. Yes, John Cena. John's, the James yeah. Gunn Suicide Squad movie was great on its own and you leave that movie going like, why are they making a show for Peacemaker?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Don't care about that character. Like, it's mm-hmm. a nothing thing. And then the Peacemaker show comes on and like, I get it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. I'm in love with the show. Every time John Cena does something, I'm always like the rock would never do that. Batista would (laughs) never do that. And like, he's just so, he's so charming and funny and like goes all in on the comedy. Uh, -hmm. and the show has a lot of heart. Um, I think it's probably one of the best things that James Gunn's ever done. Uh, season finale is this week I have not worked on it so I don't know why I'm going here pitching peac- Peacemaker to right. you guys <laughs> uh, incredible title sequence um, mm-hmm. I love that show but if you ask me favorite show I'd say uh, The Haunting of Hill House All right, on Netflix if you like All scary right. scary things I find it to be a very scary thing
0: I do not like scary things
3: well then do not watch that show
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> and what about music uh, favorite music lately I've been listening to a lot of the Front Bottoms okay i familiar with the Front the Bottoms front. I've uh, heard of bottoms. them I, I'm, I'm sure I Jersey Band
0: them
3: I heard. yeah uh, I'm so bad at like classifying music but they're a mm-hmm. uh, rock band with punk influences <laughs> and mm-hmm. indie I don't know indie punk rock right. band I guess but also probably not that at all for people who like indie punk rock music but the Front Bottoms are uh are great. Um, And then another one is Shaky Graves. That's another one I've been listening to a lot lately. Uh, He's more like uh, I don't want to say country, but country influences there.
1: Okay. Do you listen to the same stuff while you're working and in other situations, or do you have like work music, or are you like a podcaster type?
3: Uh, I'm more of a podcaster when I'm listening, when I'm working. uh, Mm -hmm. And just no offense to podcast, but I like just have something in the background like people talking that, like I don't really need to pay mm-hmm. attention to I think with you would music, really
0: like MoGrav TV <laughs>
3: <I always laughs> right. put MoGrav right. TV in the background um, yeah. but I think with music it's so easy to get influenced by the music and what you're doing mm, uh, I can see that okay you know because if you're and like you have to be in the right mindset because you know like we were talking about before a lot of the stuff that we're doing is like what's the emotion for the ending of this movie or what's the emotion for the beginning of this movie and if I'm you know listening listening to something really sad that's not going to be necessarily the right feeling for this like really upbeat kind of title sequence or vice versa so when I'm working I tend to listen to podcasts because I like having I like having something in the the background Um, Mm that's not really going to kind of affect my sway mood.
0: your emotions yeah
1: exactly yeah. yeah so besides our podcast what do you put on <laughs> in that situation
3: uh besides your uh let's see the one so i always go to like what have i been doing recently uh smartless i think is really funny it's a uh, will arnett jason bateman
0: oh, and sean so hayes i've heard of this yeah um, i've heard of uh, it uh yeah. my wife has made me listen to an episode or two it is very funny it's very yeah. funny because you can
3: tell like you can tell that all three of them are really good friends and they have this mm-hmm. banter with each other. Um, and I think they all really play off of each other really well. Um, and the guests are really fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. So I think that's, that's a good one that I really like. Um, I've also been watching a lot of, and this is embarrassing when to put out to the world. <laughs> um, during the pandemic, I somehow found myself watching a lot of uh disney youtubers of people just like talking about the parks and talking about you know the new things that are happening and going to the parks and there's something about like being stuck inside and watching these -hmm. people like go to disney parks and i grew up in florida so we went to disney Mm
2: -hmm. you
3: know twice a year for like most of my childhood uh until i was like i want to go to universal studios now i'm too cool for disney uh right and then i got older i was like no disney is better than universal um but started watching a lot of like YouTubers who are like going Uh to the parks and stuff. And that would be like a lot of, a go-to of just having in the background of like, you know, people hanging out in the parks. Uh, Uh Ordinary adventures is one that I was watching. Um, The guy who runs that also runs the slash film website. He's the start of the slash film. So that's how I kind of got into that Uh (laughs) world. Um,
0: Funny story. Um, So, you know, we've, my, my kids like doing that as well as do like some cousins of ours. And one day a cousin called us up and they said, we just saw Matt on one of these videos, <laughs> you know, and sure enough, they sent it to us and it was me and my kid trying to pull the sword from the stone in the background, <laughs> you know, of their video. It was really funny.
3: That's great. And like, what are the chances that they would like, right? I know a, that they would be there that day and b that your cousins would be watching that video. Right. Of you there that day. that? Right.
0: <laughs> It was really funny.
3: That's fun. Yeah, I hope to one day be in the background of the YouTube <laughs> yeah. video somewhere.
1: Um, what was I going to ask you? Uh, oh, I have one. I have one non-Mograph uh, recommends question. I'm going to ask you right after this, so don't let me forget. Uh, All right. Plug-in. favorite plugin can't be a render engine. Mm.
3: Favorite plugin can't be a render engine. Uh, for what for? After Effects for a cinema. Anything. Anything.
0: Anything. anything. In, anything. In, in the, in the that you're world, like, I'm going to use this out. on every project. I mean, yeah. honestly,
3: I try and use Colorama on as many projects as okay. I can. Um, okay. Because I just, nothing brings me more joy than knowing I'm working on a movie that's going to make a billion dollars. And, <laughs> and you can use And an I'm using try- Colorama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm using Colorama on it. <laughs> Uh, oh, I love that I love nothing it. I makes love me it. happier is using all yeah. those default plugins Colorama I think uh, <laughs> I used CC Glass on WandaVision uh, nice because I was like I, I know I'm going to do something cool with this because oh, uh, why not because yeah. why not and like I did it on the type yeah. the way the type kind of like warbles in was all CC Glass and like displacement and stuff that's uh, funny yeah I kind of I love doing I <laughs> love doing that stuff I wish I had a a cool, like, no one's ever heard of this plugin before Mm -hmm. kind of recommendation, but... uh,
0: Colorama.
1: Yeah, I love doing Colorama. (laughs) And what engine engine do you all use, by the way, for the most part? Uh, We use Redshift. Yeah, we're using Redshift. Redshift. I was Um, curious. We hadn't talked about that, so...
3: Yeah. Uh, We shifted to Redshift a few years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. We did some tests with it, and we're pretty impressed, and so we're like... All right, let's do Redshift, and then Maxon's like, "Oh, and then we're going to buy Redshift." We're like, "Oh, cool!"
2: It's hilarious. Yeah. Good
3: thing we went all yeah. in on Redshift, and you guys are now yeah. you run, uh, running Redshift. So, uh, yeah. yeah previously, we y'all were on just like physical renderer, right? Yeah, just physical renderer, yeah. uh, standard renderer when we're feeling saucy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but
1: yeah, <laughs> I know that John uses a lot of standard renderer for HUD stuff. He he talked about that in one of his presentations mm-hmm. about some of the. Easy things you do. You don't need all of that power to do oh. some very simple. Yeah, things a lot of times, cinema.
3: you know, when we're doing stuff, it's like, hey, let's like, there's no reason to use Redshift for this. Like, use a standard renderer, throw a yes. texture on like a luminance material, and like you're good, done. You know, yeah, that's all. That's all you need for yeah. for some of this stuff. Obviously, Redshift is great for a ton of things, but like, I could do that and get a render out in a second, whereas like Redshift right. might take a few seconds to do that because yeah. it's calculating all like the alpha and stuff. And, like. You know, yeah, a,
1: some of them it's it's actually harder to get that luminance just right in that situation, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so we're, we're not um, af- we'll use
3: whatever yeah. we need, whatever we need to use to uh, to get the job done. So we're not afraid of like, all right, using standard render. And I know there's sometimes there's a stigma like, ah, but that's like the cheap free one that comes in. It's not right. even physical render. Like, yeah, but you don't need yeah that for
0: everything. Yeah. Do y'all what do about, y'all um, use anything besides Cinema 40? d Like, do you have any Maya people? Like, on board or anything? Yeah, uh,
3: no, we don't have any Maya people. If we need Maya, uh, we'll bring in some Maya people, but typically we can do everything we need to do with cinema and After Effects. I mean, we we use Houdini from time to time. We'll use mm-hmm. Nuke for compositing from time to time, but I'd say 90% of everything we do is some combination of cinema and After Effects. And, of course, like Photoshop
1: and Illustrator and
0: right. stuff.
3: But, yeah, it's mostly cinema and After Effects.
0: That's awesome.
1: What's your muscle memory app on your phone <laughs> my muscle
3: memory app oh well, is it embarrassing to say Twitter it's nope. like okay that's well,
1: a little different yeah I expected Instagram it's usually what it <laughs> is oh I
3: wish know. I c- I wish I could tell you Instagram if you go on my Instagram right now I think you'll find four photos on Instagram that's funny uh I yeah I have it because I know I should have it to like keep up <laughs> to date with things uh huh um, right but I have cause, cause internet yeah cause internet um, but Twitter is my, like, every day I go to it more than I should go to Twitter. Um, yeah. Even if I, even if I was just there two seconds ago, it's like, oh, let's open up Twitter. What's new? Oh, okay. well yeah. yeah, It's still on fire. Awesome. And then, you know, I go back to doing whatever I'm doing. <laughs> Everyone
0: still hates NFTs. Okay, cool. Yeah, right. Everyone still hates yeah.
3: NFTs. Everyone still hates each other. Everyone mm-hmm. still hates, I don't know, the Super Bowl halftime show. Like, it's all... You know? well,
0: look Twitter's still a dumpster fire Okay, <laughs> it's still a dumpster yeah. fire
3: but every once in a while you're like oh that's a cool project that someone's working right. on and I've tried right. my best I think there was a time when Twitter I had my Twitter all filled with like news and politics and there was a time oh let's say four years ago when I was like I don't want to keep my Twitter filled with news and politics anymore and I started right.
2: mm-hmm. stop
3: following those things and started following more, more artists so I could see you know cool mm-hmm. inspiring
2: work
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's what I did with my Instagram. Like, I created a separate Instagram that's, like, not just me posting pictures of my kids and, you know, fun stuff. Like, it was just for art and only following artists and stuff, you know, so that, like, I would get a good feed of just artists. And my TikTok is the complete opposite. I don't want to see any art at all. I just want to see funny stuff and like poop and fart videos. Man, they make me laugh so much. Yeah, I messed up my
3: Instagram a while ago because there's like one video. I was like, what's this? And I clicked on it and it was one of those like ASMR. Someone like mushing goo together. (laughs) Uh I was like, what uh is this thing? And then now my whole feed is filled with slime. Mm -hmm. Yep. So that might be part of why I don't go on Instagram that often. Yeah. Like, I don't need to be all fed right, more Matt. slime videos.
1: I, I, I have to use the restroom because I can't wait anymore, so you got to keep going. Uh, video game and life hack. And video right
0: game back. and life hack. Let's mm-hmm. hear it. Ooh,
1: video
3: game. Uh, Last of Us is, I think, a perfect video game. One of my favorite video games of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, Journey is another one that I absolutely love and I find to be a beautiful, beautiful game. Mm-hmm. Narratively, what what little narrative you can take from it and visually, I think a beautiful game. Um I just started playing Ali Ali World, which is really cool. I
0: hear good things about that one. Yeah.
3: Great style, really easy to pick up. Um mm-hmm. so I'm enjoying that.
0: And then you've been playing me and my wife have been playing Pokemon Arc Arceus, Arceus. Whatever. Oh nice no, on the Switch, right? on the switch yeah i said this last week where i said i didn't get the game you know and she's like this is the greatest pokemon game ever you know i am now on her side because i've been playing it a lot lately and it really is one of the best pokemon games i've ever played
3: it looks cool i saw a lot of people were upset with the visuals of it it feels kind of empty
0: they suck they're awful (laughs) it's like it's like if 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 uh if nintendo can come out with a beautiful game like breath of the wild you know right. this huge open world game with beautiful visuals and beautiful whatever and yet one of your probably biggest money makers you know one of the pokemon games it's like there it's just bad it's real bad you know yeah, and i
3: always wonder like how it gets to that point right. you know i don't blame right. like, me, i don't blame the artists at all on that stuff it's all you know budget concerns time concerns it's, uh, you know the, the people making the thing didn't get the time to do what they wanted to do
0: yeah yeah it's a fun game though it's real fun yeah uh okay favorite life hack
1: oh favorite life hack um and it doesn't have to be like super serious it could be something (laughs) funny too
3: something something i'm trying to think like what life it's gonna be one of those things like something that i do all the time and i don't think of as a life hack i think like oh it's just normal to put cereal on a peanut
0: butter sandwich um that turn the toaster on its side for some sounds incredible nuts, real cheese. <laughs> you get that good crunch oh my gosh
2: mm. yeah so
0: uh we you started get like a, some honey nut uh, uh honey nut checks with like a little bit of honey and a little bit of peanut oh jeez so we, next time
1: we do a, a 3 day yeah. live stream like last time instead yeah. of your cereal review you yeah. can try cereal sandwiches yeah that's so a good go.
3: idea so we started doing yeah. that with my with my daughter um because she wanted something. We're like, what do you want for breakfast? She's like, I don't know. I'm like, all right, we'll make you a breakfast mystery. And we put cereal on a peanut butter sandwich, and it's delicious. That's insane. Hmm. So good. That's so sounds delicious. Uh, I would say a real life hack. Um, I don't know if it's like, make your own ice cream. We make our own ice cream. Ooh, uh, that's fun. Okay. And it is amazing. We recently just made a marshmallow strawberry ice cream. Ooh, uh, that sounds
0: good. It was very good. Um, my wife is very talented at that. Do you use actual marshmallows, like the small marshmallows, or do you use the marshmallow fluff? So for that, we used fluff,
3: but all right, we're going to okay. get a little inside baseball and make an ice cream. We used, in, we used marshmallow it. fluff on <laughs> that. In the past, we've made marshmallow ice cream where we toast the marshmallows first, blend them up, Ooh. and so you get a toasted marshmallow. Uh, we didn't do that for the strawberry one because we are thinking, oh, we just want marshmallow. But it turns out that marshmallow is just vanilla and sugar, so it doesn't really taste like anything. Um, okay. Like yeah, just a marshmallow yeah, yeah. on its own is like, it just right. tastes kind of like a little hint of vanilla and it's a lot of sugar.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, right. so you want to toast the marshmallow, if you're going to make marshmallow ice cream, toast the marshmallow first.
2: Okay. Yeah. I'm and, with and, you that.
3: and make it yeah, with uh with sense. actual marshmallow toasted, You get a good marshmallow ice cream.
0: Yeah. I was at, uh, I was at, uh, big lots the other day and they had the, uh, Lucky Charms marshmallows only in a bag that you could Ooh. buy by themselves.
1: Oops, all marshmallows.
0: Oops, all
2: marshmallows. I don't
3: I don't know if there's going to be a controversial opinion. Uh, I don't <laughs> like the Lucky Charms marshmallows. They're very crunchy. And then when they, they get soggy, crunchy. they don't there's nothing there. Right, that's true. Yeah. I still enjoy yeah. them. <laughs> uh, I
0: don't know about an entire bowl full of them. Just a spoonful yes. of that
3: weird mouthfeel. I'm
0: not really Right. <laughs> I
3: don't know if I'm into it. <laughs>
0: That's but we awesome. have made uh,
3: cereal milk ice cream before where we took Lucky Charms, mm-hmm. Ooh. we put it in milk, we let that sit overnight so the milk got real cereally, and then we used that milk okay. to make the ice cream. And that was oh, delicious.
0: Interesting. That's, I bet. Yeah. But it looked gross because it right. turned
3: gray because you can imagine all the marshmallows right, in the
0: milk, yeah. it turns kind of gray. Looked yeah. gross,
1: tasted great. Interesting. So, That's a good nice. idea. Yeah. All right. Um, the other question I was gonna ask you non related to this was uh, before we go to the drop because we we're, we're running out of time here mm-hmm. is is um what would you recommend to somebody that wants to get into what you do you do specifically, not just like animation, yeah. but if they're really looking to get into these superhero movies, which mm-hmm. I know they want to get for perception yeah possibly yeah. a lot of its luck and a lot of its talent mm-hmm. uh, but what would you say like if somebody's striving toward that goal? Uh, whether it's just VFX or working on big movies, you know, not just necessarily Marvel, but, like, any big movies yeah. like that, doing the, the big fun ones, what would you tell them to do? Yeah,
3: for me, I'd say it's stay through the credits of movies and take notes on who's working on the movies. Um, you know, there's the there's the studios everyone knows, like, oh, ILM's working on these things, Weta's working on these things. There's a lot of smaller studios that work on these movies that you would not necessarily uh, know. Yeah, um, And I... I think more people know us now, but when I first started working here, like no one knew who we were. You know, I'd say mm-hmm. seven years ago, people still weren't really totally familiar with, with who we were. Um, mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we were a pretty small studio. We're still relatively small. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's stay through the credits and see who's working on these. And, you know, you might find studios who are like, oh, they're just, they're just making explosions or whatever thing they're doing. I don't want to do that. But like, you've got a name of a studio who's working on a movie. You know, and eventually you you find enough of them. You'll see their work, and you're like, oh, they're doing background replacement, and I really want to do background replacement. Or they're doing mm-hmm. FUI, and I really want to do that. Or they're doing character <laughs> yeah. work, and that's what I want to do. Um, so it's sit through the credits and just write down the names of all the studios who are who are working on these things, um, and that's going to be your first your first place. Like, all right, I'm going to hit all those people now. Yeah,
0: that's cool. cool. That's super
1: cool. All right, <clears> Matt, <throat> are you ready to go to the drop? Let's do it. The drop. The
0: drop. Dog. Is this a, my, the of my Drop. This is exactly what I should be doing. What's up and welcome to this week's episode of The Drop, your weekly source for all things NFT and crypto art, as well as upcoming drops by notable people in the MoGraph industry. I'm Matt Milstead. Joining me as always is Dave Koss. Joining us this week is Doug Appleton. Hello. Um, let's get into the drop it's a short list this week because you know uh, Nifty doesn't like to update their things daily so Mm -hmm. you know it's my weekly rant about Nifty but whatever so (laughs) we've got two we've got two for Nifty this week Um, first one up is Miss Al Simpson Um, uh, they do like she does like these uh, you know collage type stuff kind of neat I like it you know fun stuff if you're into that Uh, very uh, I get like a, a kind of a (laughs) <laughs> a, more, lines. a more a more put together ferocious oh. feel <laughs> you Oh, know? okay you. uh yeah so uh there's that and then uh next up on the 15th i am excited about this one uh josh pierce is doing a drop uh on nifty which is super exciting i love josh's work josh is absolutely fantastic you know i i random
1: landscape with a person for scale and a geometric absolutely
0: uh, yeah Mm -hmm. yep Mm -hmm. he has definitely uh he knows how (laughs) to sell that well so Uh it's uh very very cool yeah Yeah. uh that's all i've got for uh nifty gateway uh next up we've got maker's place the first one uh dropping tonight which i think is very appropriate for uh for valentine's Valentine's. day uh Mm. tina Ison um she is a photographer you know and so she does a lot of these uh she she's been known for doing like um really cosmetic cool. photography photography and stuff which i think is pretty cool so i love that so it's this dropping is all on, real
1: photography all
0: real photography That's cool. yeah i yeah. love i love that it's dropping on valentine's day it's really cool yeah yeah um, yeah. Next up, and Dave, you're going to want to turn down your volume on this because it is extremely loud. Um, the 16th, oh, I have
1: most of these muted. Cool, so. uh,
0: Dead Mouse and Super Nifty um, are doing a collaboration together, um, which is cool. Dead Mouse Five, Dead Mouse Five, right? Love <laughs> myself some Dead Mouse. Um, I I think you know, I I don't know the the the. It it doesn't look so much like the actual Dead Mouse head. I just know that Dead Mouse head so well. Like I've seen the topology on that Dead Mouse head, and I'm like, mm, this looks right, different this than the different. Dead Mouse head. You know. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it's super nifty his own style along with that. But it's cool to see a colla- another collaboration with Dead Mouse. Yeah. Um. Next up on the 17th, Jonathan Monaghan, Monahan, Monahan, Monag- Monaghan. Mm-hmm. Uh, super cool stuff Jonathan was uh, into the space super early like it, it, in fact like looking into how to uh, create smart contracts using Bitcoin and stuff which is cool you know way back in the day uh, but yeah a really early adopter into the NFT space uh, really I, I, I like the work too I, I, I think it's pretty cool yeah so uh but yeah that's all i got as far as the main drops dave i added something else to the list i'm not sure if you got that one for the oh, gavin shapiro yeah. thing yeah, um yeah, i can throw it, it into here. the chat real quick no i've got it oh, oh I got okay it. um yeah. but uh for those who have a gavin shapiro piece of art it is uh you'll need what is it it's f- uh flamingos all the way down i think that's the one uh mm-hmm. if you own oh, yeah i saw this yeah. thing yeah so if you own a gavin shapiro piece like i've got it's flamingos all the way down um if and uh uh so the reason i, I mention this is because um he's he's giving away a piece called Hodel. You know, as a gift for those who collected an open edition and held it all, uh, for a whole year. You mean, so hodled? they hold it for a whole year, yeah, without yeah. selling it. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, though, like a few weeks ago, in order to get to his Penguin drop, you had to transfer it into your OpenSea account, you know, from Nifty. Um, so if, if you're wanting to be on this Hodl one, you need to transfer it back to Nifty Gateway you know right yeah and God, that's such a pain it, it is, is a, pain. a pain to transfer to nifty wow. it, it, it actually really wasn't that bad like this time like i think when you tried it back in the day it was very you know concerning but i think nifty gateway and open have worked together to make it very seamless it was extremely seamless getting it back um but yeah so that's exciting uh getting a, a, a gavin shapiro drop i'm really excited about this one and it's only for the people who have held it on for a year. They are taking the uh the like what is it, the whitelist or the screenshot or whatever of everyone who has it um, tomorrow. So you'll want to get that done ASAP. I see. Yeah. Right. That's why I mention it. Yeah. So But yeah. Yeah, yeah that's about all I got. Uh I don't think we have any community drops, you know, or anything. Uh like that. no,
1: but I did want to mention uh the smear balls uh drop or I don't yes. actually I don't know if this is a drop or just I don't, a render. I I'm I don't assuming it's going to become a drop. Yes, but. this <laughs> will be a drop. One, this is so good. You see something new every time yeah. it spins around.
0: One of my favorite things about this is like uh, uh talking to him, you know, he was putting on the rococo suit doing all this, you know, animation <laughs> and stuff like that, That's which pretty. I think is so funny and I I hit him up and I said, dude, I, I need to see video of you in the Rococo suit doing all these right. dances and stuff. He said, no way. That'll never be released. Aww. Aww. <laughs> he said he took video of himself once, and he's like, no, never again. It's really That's funny. funny. That's cool. Yeah. This is one of the things like, nice. I like
3: about, you know, the NFTs when they use the medium, right? Because mm-hmm. if the whole thing with them being digital is you should take advantage of them being digital. Like, make it animated. Make it do something. Yeah that yeah. you can't otherwise do like otherwise you you know you can print a photo and you can get a gorgeous photo but like why is that a digital you know thing right, um, right. so I, I love when I see people doing NFTs that have have motion to them or have something that's just inherently digital that you couldn't do in another medium
0: right yeah totally agree totally agree is
1: is Garrett Appleton, your brother, or is he just joking? Uh, he is my brother. Uh, he's
0: got some NFTs. Really? Go check him out. Ape Town
3: Art.
1: Seriously, go buy all of his stuff. I didn't know that. you I just thought y'all had the same last name. That's so funny. I had oh. no idea. That's uh, that's, that's my brother. Yeah, I saw him. Oh. In the, <laughs> is he in the chat right now, saying stuff? Yeah. Uh, he yeah, and he had tweeted earlier. And I mean, I I, I see him online all the time. And I just I had no idea. That's funny. Here you go, oh. right here. There you go. Right? Go buy his stuff. Look at that. He's huh? oh, got some cool, cool. cool right. stuff. There you go. Got a got to bookmark that there. Put that in our community drops, you know. There you go. <laughs> there you go. That's good. There that's you go. I have nothing to drop. But you can go vicariously yeah. uh, through me. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you. like, uh, So I, I'm assuming that because you do work full time, that's got to be kind of difficult to mm-hmm. – you, you'd have to come home at night and hop back on board the – it's a three D. It's a
3: constant uh, pain point. Is that, like I wish that when I went home, I just had the motivation to do more stuff. You know, I wish I had uh, time to do just personal project, not even necessarily NFTs, but just sort of personal work of you know doing something else that isn't always on a on a deadline or for someone else. Um, I mean, I I love the work that I do, so I do get fulfilled that way. Uh, but you know, there is still something about being able to make something for yourself, but it's just, I get home and I'm like, I'm just tired. I want to sit down and watch TV. I want to hang out with my family. I want to do, do other things, you know, it's not that I don't have the time for it because if I really wanted to make time for it, I could make time for it. So that I just choose to fill that time with other stuff. But I
1: kind of, I don't know. One of these days I'm going to try and do some, some more personal work. Mm Mm-hmm. One of the questions in the chat is who got who into doing yeah. 3D then?
3: Uh, I'd say I got him into doing 3D because Garrett oh. was doing more film work early on, uh, okay. and I was doing 3D stuff. And then who, I, Who's older? Uh, he's older. So we're like a, almost exactly a year apart. Okay. Oh, so, okay. Right, And then so. I have a younger sister who is also almost exactly a year apart, and she's not into this at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so... She's like I've seen I, I've seen how y'all work. No, I'm out. I'm out. I don't even know if
3: she's see. I'm sure she's seen a movie at this point. Once we went with her daughter to go see Thor Ragnarok, and it would be like the mm-hmm. first thing that I knew that she was going to see. And mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie, Thor fights the big lava monster, and yeah, she was like, her daughter was like, "This is too scary. I have to leave." I
0: was like, "Oh, Aww, all right. that's sad." Bye.
3: It was like the first <laughs> time that we'd all have to like you know. We'd be in the same place and be like, "Hey, look! That's I work. I can point to the thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I worked on that thing,
1: but they left. So I don't know if she's even seen a single thing.
0: <laughs> that's funny. So since
1: this is a short show today, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Dorpy's not really around today. But I yeah. would like to oh, uh, inter- introduce you to somebody. Uh, th- this this right here is <laughs> Airdrop Ostrich, and uh, he is he's a he invests in NFTs. Uh-huh. He's 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 a little shy, so he really doesn't like to talk. He's like, like out he's loud. like a collector. The yeah, collectors exactly don't really it. like to talk about you know. That's the exactly NFTs. the yeah yeah yeah. He's shy, you know, kind of kind of secretive. You know, you never know what's going to go on, and, and he says he says it's it's nice to meet you,
2: uh-huh.
1: and uh, but but you you can't <laughs> have his seed phrase. Okay, I'm, I'm, right. I don't I don't think anybody was asking about mm-hmm. your seed phrase. Okay. Oh, he says good because you can't have it. All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do Do you know crypto eight 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 by any chance? No, he says he's not allowed to tell you that. All right. Oh, okay. Um. Oh, he he sent you a Valentine's Day card, Matt. Oh
0: gosh, he did.
1: Yeah. Uh huh. He a, says it's a, it's a it's a picture of a bored ape. Oh. And there's a heart on it. Okay. You know, because it's a Valentine. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it says, "What does it say?" Oh, it says I'm never bored with you. Oh, oh. oh. <laughs> oh that, that's 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 pretty good. That's a good one for all sure. Right. All right. Yeah. Um. So, what do you think about the current ups and downs about like Bitcoin oh, and, oh, and ETH and and all of that? Like, like how is all that going? What do you think about that? Oh, uh, oh. I guess we scared him away. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering, wondering how long this was gonna go. <laughs> 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 yeah. Nothing yeah, like you never know.
0: Nothing like dead radio silence to you know really promote yeah. good quality programming yeah, that's, that's <laughs> gonna play that's gonna kill that's a the lot podcast. better in person <laughs> yeah
2: yeah the oh, video man. feed
1: like everybody's gonna have to watch the video feed i was over at dave's yeah.
0: house the other day and um he showed me his stack of dorpies that he's got like he's got like four or five of them just <laughs> in bags in case oh, the regular dorpy like you know something gets broken or something and i need all, travel I, 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 I wanted to steal one just so i could pop up another dorpy you know during <laughs> yeah. the show which would have been hilarious I would have been like, you have to have backups
1: it, you sealed my dorpy. yeah yeah i
0: mean yeah, if we do that what if with, i take like,
1: him out of town and he uh-huh. and i lose yeah. him you know? right we do
3: it with my daughter's toys we have backup we have a backup of her favorite toy and
1: mm-hmm. you swap mm-hmm. it out when it when it's time to clean it yep. gotta have backups. yeah backups yeah just like gotta. just like fish you know you just replace the fish when they die and the kid never mm-hmm. knows exactly yep yeah yeah <laughs> So, anyway, that's all I got for the drop today. So that's all know, I yeah. got for
0: the drop. If uh, <laughs> if you or anyone you know is doing a drop, feel free to email us info at mograf.com and we'll shill it on the show.
4: Yeah. All
2: Other right. Than that,
0: let's get back to the regular show.
4: The drop. The drop dog. Is this
2: a, the fucking my?
0: This is exactly what I should be doing. <laughs> Doug.
1: Thank you, Thank you so, so much, much for, being for being on the on show. The show. Today. Oh, thanks for having me. This is so um, much fun. You know, I usually ask if people were, want to find you online, where can they find you? And it's all written, you know, on the screen and stuff. But I imagine that, like, because you're at Perception, there's a couple different places people can find you, right? Like, where can they find yeah. Perception and what are your names on all the things?
3: So Perception, you can find us at experienceperception.com. It's our, our website. Uh, you can find all of our work, breakdowns. We also have, you know, YouTube and Twitter that I believe are all also experience perception. One of them will link to the other ones. Um, but we like to put a lot of a lot of our work there. But you can find me personally on Twitter at Dugosaurus. Uh, I'm on Instagram yeah. at the Dugosaurus because someone got to Dugosaurus before I did. Oh, uh, yeah. I know, right? It's devastating. Um, <laughs> I never post there, but maybe if enough people bug me, maybe I will. Um, we know a few <laughs> sources
1: yeah Gearsaurus Uh, uh, uh huh. yeah it's and not a wildly a original uh, handle but Kevin mm-hmm. Kev- Yeah, Ruppasaurus no, no yeah I figured it was probably Rex. probably better than using my PlayStation
3: handle of Nebbins so mm-hmm. you know. yeah
1: you never want to use a PlayStation handle yeah. yeah I mean those always tend to go back way too far into yeah. the past oh we're looking at you Nick the, mine goes back looking to, at you yeah. Nick
3: uh when did my PlayStation? Yeah. I don't know, 14, 15. When did the uh the Cat in the Hat movie come out with uh with oh, uh gosh. what's his I don't face? Oh, I totally oh. I um, uh, yeah. sure
2: that. Um Austin Powers Michael
3: Myers. One. Yeah. Uh yeah, so my my PlayStation name comes from the name of the dog and that I never understood if his name was Nebbins or Nevitz, so I just went with Nebbins and that is my <laughs> okay. You can friend me on PlayStation, and we'll play Ali uh, Ali World go. together.
1: <laughs> That's yeah. There you go. <clears throat> cool. Well, we're going to get out of here. We're, you can rate us on iTunes, leave a review, subscribe on your podcatcher of choice, help get our ratings up, uh, subscribe to our newsletter as well. you get all the latest info on the, some of our articles and uh, the shows that we've done and what's coming up on community events and what's mm-hmm. coming to MoGraph TV, all the things. Mm-hmm. So subscribe to that on com. You can say you've been there, done that, got the t-shirt with the MoGraph logo tee, the Feel the Bab 2020 shirt, all the profits <laughs> from that. Go to uh, Doctors, Doctors Without, Without Borders. Borders. And uh, that is still available, the classic. Uh-huh. It's still available. Make sure you get yourself one. And the rent like, things t-shirt. It's like
0: having an old Nixon bumper sticker right.
1: or something, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> it's classic. <laughs> yeah, but but it, in a good way instead of a bad way. Yeah. Right. Uh <laughs> The Render Things t-shirt, hoodie, and long-sleeve tee, the Mograf Blandishment shirt, and then of course the That Render Is Fire shirt, which you are only allowed to wear ironically. Unless you're, Unless you're shams. You're shams. Yeah. Yes. And we're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, TikTok. and MoGraph.com check us out on all the things and subscribe and join the lives Mm -hmm. and come hang out with the community. If you would like Mm -hmm. to get a hold of us uh, to ask us for an invite for Slack or to discord, just let us know. Mm -hmm. Uh, Slack is where the majority of people hang out. We do have the same channels in discord, but our discord right now is mainly for just hanging Hanging out out. on video and talking to people. Yep. You know,
0: I was talking to Barton yesterday, you know, we went Mm -hmm. up to already been chewed and he was saying that, uh, uh discord was a like a, an, a like a change in tra- trajectory for them you know being able to chat mm. have everyone on you know on the 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 streaming or whatever you know all in one place he said from that point on they decided that they were cool with hiring internationally and stuff like that which is really yeah. cool yeah, yeah. I don't know. that's
1: true neat cool <clears throat> all right well thanks again doug Yes. Thanks for having me. Uh until next time. I'm Dave and I'm Matt. And I'm Doug. <laughs> Have a good one. Later yo. It's pretty good, I guess.